Welcome to Peak Tales, a conversation about chromatography. Now here's your host, John. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you're listening from. This is John, and you are, of course, listening to the Peak Tales podcast. You know, we have seen a real uptick in the downloads of this podcast. Uh, people just uh, taking this information and applying it in their day-to-day work. That's great. Uh, we want to help you out and uh, we are providing very special promo code. You'll need to listen to the end of today's message as um, we'll give out that promo code at that point. So listen on. Here we go. Hey, welcome back to the Peak Tales podcast. This is John, and today I am joined by my friend Christoph Deckers. Christoph is an application scientist with our chemistries group. And why don't you say hello, Christoph, and tell us a little bit about yourself and your work. Yeah, hello, everyone. I'm, I'm Christoph Deckers. And I'm application scientist at Agilent for, for 15 years now. And my role is to support uh, customers like you um, in U.S. and Canada to uh, basically uh, do the best out of their sample preparation so they can get optimal results on their Agile instruments. Great. And and today specifically, we're going to be talking um, about cannabis testing. Maybe you can start and tell us, you know, why why is it needed? Well, that's a good question. I mean... Um, who would have thought a couple of years ago that we would be discussing this topic? Um, first of all, I'm going to start with uh, just a little legal disclaimer. Uh, it's important to say that Agilent products and solutions, they are intended to be used for cannabis quality control and safety testing in labs, and also where uh, it's permitted under state and country law. So, so that's an important disclaimer. And then, yes, so, so cannabis testing, I think, has been growing um, for many years, literally now, the interest scientifically, but also commercially, has gained a lot of interest in all different countries in the world, medically and also for recreational purposes um, and so on. And there are things that need to be tested for. So surprisingly, uh, there are a lot of tests that are required. Some are for labeling. Uh, Obviously, you want things that are on the label to be accurate and precise. There's some safety concerns uh, of course, involved. And also, speaking about safety, um, well, of course, just like other foods that we consume, they also need to be tested to make sure uh, that uh, it's safe to be used. Uh, there are mainly five tests in North America uh, that they they need to go under. Uh, of course, the most common one is uh, potency testing or basically saying how much THC, CBD, or other cannabinoids are, are present in the sample for labeling purposes and also uh, accuracy. Then, of course, you want to make sure there are no residual solvents. I think that's easy to understand. Um, people also want to um, uh, quantify terpenes. Terpenes is the is the molecule that smells. It's that unique thing about cannabis. It's that smells, and also some people have different claims about what it can do or the experience people get with terpenes. So that's the third test that people have to do, and it's also regulated. Then there's heavy metals. 
uh, I think that's coming from the soil. You don't want to have any uh, cadmium or, or mercury or whatnot uh, into your sample. And then, of course, pesticides, um, which is uh, often used to have a nice crop, but that you don't want to have in, in whatever you consume. And finally, surprisingly enough, uh, what cannabis is often the most positive for is microbials. So I would say whatever people buy in the street, apparently 40% of those uh, cannabis uh, found on the street, they have um, microbial growth, uh, which is actually very dangerous because it, it actually has some uh, some health hazards associated to that. So, so a lot of tests to be done on cannabis, surprisingly. Yeah, and you certainly went through a whole bunch of them. Are these difficult to do for um, for a lab? Well, some are more difficult than others. I, I used to travel so much for in my job to visit customers, and I like that. I jump in a plane, I give seminars, I go and help people doing their sample prep. But now that with COVID, I'm spending a lot more time in the lab, and we're developing methods. And what we see is that, yes, there are some tests that are very easy to do, like Testing for for THC, for example, in, in the flower of cannabis, that's easy to do. But some tests are way more challenging. For example, measuring pesticides. Um, pesticides is being done, uh, John, as you know, regularly today in in food, right? So whatever you, yes. the lettuce you you buy, the grapes you get from Chile, uh, you know, there is a whole system with the USDA testing for those pesticides in food. Same thing in in cannabis, however, cannabis is so much more complex, uh, has so much more interferences than other plants that it made pesticide testing and, and that plant super, super difficult. And I created a procedure with GF Roar here in, in our Montreal lab in Canada. And um, that procedure really enables us to comply with the Canadian federal regulations, which requires to test for 96 pesticides and we're pretty happy to see that sample prep uh, helping us achieve that goal um, and of course you're asking me about are these difficult to make well of course food samples the edibles they're tough too because a gummy is is very chewy and difficult to work with chocolate has some fats and proteins in there and it's sticky and so on. Um, I don't know if you can think about other things like, uh, of course, muffins or, or shatters and oils. So there are some challenges indeed. And every sample is different. Uh, so it requires, it requires a, a different sample prep for, for your instrument to work. Yeah, I would assume there's a tremendous amount of regulation involved. And maybe you can just go over that briefly for our audience yeah, that's kind of a funny question because uh, I have some colleagues laughing and saying, "Oh, Christoph, you must have you, mu you must have so much fun testing all those gummies and chocolate samples in your Montreal lab." And it's it's indeed very regulated. So we have a Health Canada license, which is the Canadian FDA, uh, to operate in our Montreal lab in a very regulated fashion. So we have to control every single little gram that enters the lab and comes out. And everything that needs to be balanced at the end of the day. So uh, I even need uh, two uh, people with me when I destroy 
some of those samples to ensure that uh, it's done appropriately and, and according to regulations. Uh, so no testing of gummies at the end of the day, unfortunately. Um, but a lot of interesting data. I mean, that's that's what matters, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think, you know, the, the folks that are listening to this, that are doing this t- type of work, they already understand the regulation and, you know, in, in the governing bodies where they're operating. And, and if they're just getting started in this or uh, or curious about this work, yeah, there's uh, a lot of information, I guess, locally in your jurisdiction that would talk about the specific regu- regulations uh, if you were going to be doing testing. Um, so, what about the future? What what does this look like? Um, certainly, you know we have a short amount of time on the podcast. We go we can't go into depth about uh, actual methodology, uh, and certainly we'll talk a little bit later how people can get there. But um, w- what does the future look like? I mean, what are some of the challenges and um, opportunities that you see in terms of the testing that you're going to be doing coming up? Well, that's fun to discuss. Well, as my in my role of uh, application scientists at Agilent. And Agilent as a whole, we try to help customers to solve their problems in the best way possible. So what people complain about or what people need help with, that's what we do. And right now, people, they they want help for chocolate uh, to do potency testing of cannabinoids in chocolate because they see that they when as soon as they start injecting that sample in their instrument, they have pressure issues, their instrument gets dirty and so on. So we're, we, we are developing a method now. It's almost done on, on chocolates, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, white chocolate. It's a super easy cleanup uh, using a Captiva EMR lipid. Which it's, uh, it's a product that Agilent uh, enables to, uh, what it does is that it, it cleans all the fat out of the sample without losing your precious THC and cannabinoids. So that EMR lipid, for the first time enables you to clean up a sample that is fat, uh, for example, uh, any other bakeries, for example, they also have butter oils in there. And so that Captivo EMR enables us to do that. A lot of people today, they use catchers, uh, but catchers, they they cannot remove fat. If you use some cetine to remove the fat, then you would lose your cannabinoids. So that procedure that we develop uh, certainly will help people. Uh, That's uh, one thing. Another thing for the future is gummies and hard candies. People, they complain about gummies because it's sticky, it's difficult to work with, it's tough to process. So again, we developed a method that does not require complicated techniques like cryomilling and and liquid nitrogen. Uh, We developed a procedure that's super easy, just using scissors and um, a machine that shakes up and down, uh, and that way, uh, you can easily uh, quantify your cannabinoids in, in hard candies and um, and gummies as well. Um, future work will be on, on beverages. Um, beverages are a big challenge because they are very varied, right? It could be milk, it could be beer, it could be orange juice. Uh, so that's the, the challenge right there. But also they use microemulsions uh, or different techniques to solubilize those cannabinoids uh, in those liquids because cannabinoids normally do not dissolve in those beverages. So that will be also a future work to help customers uh, get the best out of their instruments and, and get their lab going at, at the lowest cost possible. That's great, Christoph. And, and we really look forward to seeing that work published and, 
And um, once it's out there, I think maybe we'll even come back and do a specific episode on on one of these techniques uh, just to help guide people uh, through this. Because as you said, it sounds like it's something that's being asked for and that's sorely needed. So um, just thank you for doing that work. Any uh, last comments as we uh, wrap up our time here today, Christoph? No, I just want to give words of encouragement for all those labs working on those tough samples. Uh, don't give up and uh, reach out to Agilent uh, for, for help. I mean, we, we're there to support you in, in all your, your difficult lab challenges. Absolutely. And um, our listeners know that they can go to Agilent.com and get information that way. Uh, certainly, they can also reach out to their local uh, chemistries um, and consumables representatives and they can direct you to application scientists like Christoph uh, who are working on these tough and challenging uh, separations and uh, and analyses so so thank you again Christoph we appreciate your time we'll let you get back to the lab it sounds like you're you're pretty busy there so bye for now Christoph bye thanks Hey, that was a great discussion, and I just want to make sure that I give you the promo code so that you can take advantage of a special offer that we have for you, the podcast listeners. The promo code is 15991599. It is available in North America only, and uh, there are some limitations, so uh, please uh, check that out online. Uh, when you go to place your order with us online or if you're talking to one of our representatives. Uh, so again, promo code is 1599. Thank you so much for listening. You know what? There's one more thing you can do for us. Uh, you can go out and tell your friends about the Peak Tales podcast. You could forward them this episode and other episodes as well. You can send them over to Peak tales.libsyn.com and there they can subscribe. Uh, this way they'll never miss an episode of the Peak Tales podcast. Thank you so much for your time today and we look forward uh, to coming uh, to your podcast app real soon with another great episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Peak Tales. For more information on what was discussed today, contact your local Agilent representative or go online to Agilent.com.